With the World Series wrapped up and in the books, it's now time for the season of hope and sometimes delusion. A free agency is in its initial stages, as is the trade market. The Chicago White Sox have some internal decisions that need to be made soon, and those moves could shape the offseason. It's been a few days. How are you feeling about the new manager, Pedro Grafol? Uh, also, how was Jerry Reinsdorf feeling about the 2022 season? And do you believe him? You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. Uh, we're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast. Uh, just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk off-season White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, it looks like the White Sox are getting a new hitting coach. Uh, Pedro Grafol uh, speaks analytics. Will Josh Harrison be back? Uh, how about Jose Abreu? And tis the season for teams to make a big splash. Uh, you had a weekend to process uh, the Pedro Grafol uh, hire. How are you feeling? Has anything changed? Have you uh, maybe decided to, to get those season tickets after all? Uh, I don't know. I'm still a little on the fence, uh, still a little confused. I've read a ton of of articles, uh, try to take in as much as he has said and uh, what Rick Hahn has said. Again, uh, he won me over with the press conference. That was great. Can he get the players to buy into this message? Uh, we won't know that uh, for a while. Uh, World Series has wrapped up. Houston uh, wins again. And boy, uh, it seems like they are going to be a force for a while. White Sox open up the 2023 season in Houston on March 30th. Uh, so we will get a up-close and personal look at what uh, they're bringing to the table uh, next season. Uh, MLB offseason now has begun. Uh, officially, a lot of dates to discuss. A free agency has started uh, for all MLB teams, but essentially with really just their own players uh, right now. Uh, players, of course, become free agents the day after the World Series ends. Uh, players cannot sign with a new team until five days have passed from the conclusion of the World Series. So negotiations can go on. However, uh, that five-day uh, window is for a team to try to work out a deal with their own uh, players. Uh, so you got Thursday, November 10th at 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, teams will have to make a qualifying offer uh, to their free agent. This was a situation last year with Carlos Rodon. 
Um, so the qualifying offer is, is a one-year contract worth the average of the top 125 salaries uh, or $19.65 million this offseason. To be eligible uh, for the qualifying offer, a player must have spent the entire 2022 season with his team and have never received the qualifying offer previously. Uh, so once the exclusive negotiation uh, period ends, then free agents are truly free. They can negotiate and sign with any team of this date. Uh, again, uh, the Sox aren't usually very active uh, this early in free agency. You got to think back uh, three years ago uh, during the 2019 free agency. Uh, Sox made that big splash signing Yasmani Grandal November 21st. So we're a few weeks away, and that was very early for the Sox. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, trades right now, uh, trades are good to go. Uh, they can happen. Uh, we can see trades, uh, you know, right now, trade market opened after Houston uh, won the World Series. And then you got to think about at this time, uh, the options, uh, both player and team. Uh, White Sox uh, have some of that going on. Within five days of the World Series ending, uh, decisions need to be made uh, on options. Uh, so what, what does that mean for the White Sox? Uh, White Sox free agents, of course, Jose Abreu, uh, he made $19.6 million in 2022. Uh, not eligible for a qualifying offer. Uh, that happened already in 2019. Uh, John Heyman, uh, MLB insider for MLB Network, uh, he was on 670 The Score uh, Friday. He's kind of become a bit of a White Sox whisperer. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about him uh, in this episode. Uh, he's pre predicting where certain free agents are going to go, how much they might get. Uh, predicting, uh, Heyman's predicting that Jose Abreu would get three years, 75 million. Ooh, I, I don't know if that's happening uh, with the White Sox. Uh, Johnny Cueto, free agent, uh, he made uh, 4.2 million uh, this past season. Elvis Andrews, uh, a free agent, he made 700,000 in uh, 2022. And Vince Velasquez, uh, he made 3 million. He is a free agent. Now, uh, free agents with options for the White Sox. You're looking at AJ Pollock. Uh, he's got a player option, 13 million. Uh, Josh Harrison, team option of 5.6 million. I would say AJ Pollock almost certainly uh, will opt in. Uh, what do the Sox do with Josh Harrison. Um, should the White Sox use the money that Harrison would cost them and put it towards Elvis Andrews or better yet, an actual proven uh, second baseman? Uh, at the end of this past season, Andrews said he would like to come back to the White Sox in uh, 2023, even if that meant changing positions, uh, which that would most definitely need to happen. Of course, Tim Anderson at shortstop. Uh, Andrews has never played second base in a full-time role, and it would be a bit of a gamble for the White Sox. You know, if the Sox are going to improve defensively, which they absolutely have to, uh, they committed the most errors in all of uh, MLB last season. Pedro Grafol uh, has preached defense during his press conference. You really want to go with a guy that hasn't played second base? 
Uh, Elvis Andrews, hey, he had some pop in his bat and brought an edge uh, to the team. But is it sustainable for another year or was it just a placeholder? Uh, this is what Grofol said about defense uh, just recently. Quote, I'm a stickler for defense. I've seen it work. I've been part of an organization that just prides itself in defense. I saw us go to a World Series and win a championship playing defense and putting the ball in play and running the bases. It definitely works in October. If you can pitch, which I know we can, and you have a good bullpen, and you could catch the ball and put the ball in play and run the bases the way you're supposed to, you've got a good chance of winning in October, uh, end quote. Uh, also, uh, White Sox uh, plan on picking up Tim Anderson's option, which is a no-brainer, $12.5 million. So what do the Sox do? The decisions uh, they make early on, uh, we'll paint a picture of what type of team the White Sox intend on being. Again, John Heyman, uh, insider uh, for MLB Network, uh, said, quote, I heard Jerry Reinsdorf was very frustrated uh, this last year, as you'd expect. I'm sure they all are. I do think uh, they, meaning the White Sox, will spend in free agency, uh, end quote. Uh, Jerry Reinsdorf is always on the minds of White Sox fans, but I'm going to tell you why the free agency period seems to bring out the most anger. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information uh, with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Uh, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Uh, Bet Online, where the game starts. Uh, so the Jerry Reinsdorf effect, uh, if you're new to White Sox fandom, uh, you might be wondering, why is everybody so concerned about uh, Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner? He doesn't, uh, he doesn't play for the Sox. You know, he doesn't, he, this has been an ongoing thing for decades, uh, absolute decades. Uh, why, here's my, one of my issues with the whole Heyman uh, comment. Uh, hey, I get it. Jerry Reinsdorf frustrated. It's great that Heyman said that. Why not express your disgust or frustrations directly to the fans? Tell your fans what the plan is. I don't care if you've got some intern for the Chicago White Sox writing up a press release talking about, uh, from your perspective, uh, how you felt about the season, what you think went wrong, how you're going to fix things, what fans should expect moving forward. Sign Jerry's name, put it out there. It's the optics, right? To hear it from Heyman or Bob Nightingale, this has been going on for years. Speak directly to the fans if you truly uh, feel this way. It would go a long way. Uh, again, Sox fans frustrated about the lack of money, not going over luxury tax, one of the few teams to not give out a $100 million contract. So, yeah, there's a lot of hope uh, during this season, this free agency season, but sometimes it's just met with delusion. Uh, 
speaking through Heyman or, or Nightingale, it's just a bad look. Uh, just this past weekend, uh, I saw this. The Milwaukee Brewers conducted a question and answer on a variety of topics with fans. And the Brewers chairman and principal owner led this town hall. Can you imagine Jerry Reinsdorf doing something like this? Uh, and then, of course, the Ricketts family, you know, principal owners of the Chicago Cubs, addressed Cubs fans at the end of the season in a letter uh, talking about uh, the 2022 season and what fans should expect heading into 2023 and beyond, uh, specifically involving what kind of money will be spent. Uh, Reinsdorf's image needs a complete makeover, but I really doubt you know, at the end of the day, he cares at all what fans think, and, and he's not going to change now. Uh, so what do you want from the guy, right? I think that's what a lot of people are saying. You know, he's kept the White Sox in Chicago. You know, at least we have a team to root for. Uh, that should not be the bar. Uh, it's ironic to me uh, that Pedro Grifol uh, prides himself on communication and relationship skills, but the lack of communication between Jerry Reinsdorf and fans is one of his trademarks. Uh, the White Sox will need to make decisions this week. I'm going to tell you why the Sox will look different in 2023. Uh, more on that in a moment. So what should we expect here? Uh, I, I'll predict uh, that the White Sox do not pick up uh, Josh Harrison's option. Uh, that money can be used in a much a better way. Sox need starting pitching. They need an actual uh, second baseman. They need some outfield help, specifically right field. I, I seriously doubt they bring back Velasquez or Cueto. Uh, you know, Cueto was exciting. He really was. He gave us something that we desperately needed. Uh, but I don't think Cueto would have been coming to the White Sox if we didn't have some of the injuries that we had at the beginning of the season. Uh, can you really bank on Johnny Cueto delivering uh, one more time next season? I, I don't think you go that route. That shouldn't be one of your first moves uh, this offseason. Uh, the Jose Abreu situation, uh, extremely interesting. You can really make a case uh, either way. Uh, Sox fans, your heart is with Jose Abreu. I, I get it. I absolutely get it. You want to see him in a White Sox uniform. You want to see him finish his career in a White Sox uniform, win a World Series uh, with the White Sox. If Heyman's even in the ballpark of three years, uh, $75 million, no way. Uh, I, I don't think that's... Uh, something that that's going to happen. If you bring Jose Abreu back, he's going to play first base. That means you're trading uh, Andrew Vaughn because you're just not going to put him out there in left field if you want to get better defensively. Uh, so if you bring Abreu back, then you'd have to then tell if you're going to keep Andrew Vaughn, you're going to be our DH. And then you're saying to Aloy Jimenez, we want you to play left field. Then what are you going to do with Pollock when he opts in? Are you thinking about trading Aloy Jimenez then uh, or and Andrew Vaughn? I, I, I seriously doubt it. Uh, so the Abreu situation is confusing. I, I, I think we'll figure we'll see how this team is going to be identified, the culture, what it's going to look like this coming week early in free agency. I really do. I mean, what does a Pedro Grafol team look like does Pedro Grafol see Jose Abreu in the cards I mean he said the right thing and during the press conference 
but you cannot go against uh, Jose Abreu and lose fans in your initial uh, press conference. You got the general uh, manager meetings happening uh, this coming week, November 8th through the 10th in Las Vegas. Uh, the GM meetings uh, cover off the field matters uh, such as rule changes, uh, deals sometimes get discussed and, and, and sometimes they get completed. Also, groundwork is often laid for deals that are completed at a later date at the GM meetings. Uh, here's some more from Rick Hahn and where the White Sox are headed. Uh, quote, it's one thing to say we're not fundamentally strong or defensively strong or we need to run the bases better. It's good to hear a fresh perspective on, here, on how we're going to go about improving those. Uh, these shortcomings weren't for the lack of talent or the lack of dedication uh, from the coaches that may no longer be part of the staff. Hitting coach in particular, there comes a point when you need to make a change in that regard, despite past success and talent of the individual, uh, just because the message isn't getting through anymore. Uh, coming up with different ways to address that and to deliver a solid message, whether it's tweaking the message or tweaking the drills and the prep work and how we prepare for an opponent, it was good to get fresh perspectives on that as well. So according to sources, uh, Mike Tosar will be the next hitting coach for the Chicago White Sox. Tosar uh, joined the Royals as special assignment uh, hitting coach in 2020. Prior to that, uh, he was an international scout with the L.A. Dodgers from 2012 to 2019. This is Pedro Grafal on offense. Uh, quote, they're going to understand what horizontal movement is, release point, release height. Those are the things that we're, we were doing in Kansas City that I strongly believe in. Once we understand that language and we know how to attack those areas, it's just going to prepare us. It's going to better prepare us to have good at-bats, which is the most important thing. These guys are so talented and they're so capable of doing special things at the plate. Whether it's Moncada going back to walking 80 times, uh, that's special. That's a high on base, and that's guys getting on base. So whatever it takes, we're going to address all this stuff. We're going to introduce new things to them, and we're going to hold each other accountable to make sure these things are executed. The White Sox are truly headed in a new direction. Uh, folks, thank you so much for making uh, this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll continue to examine off-season White Sox scenarios as the Sox go full steam ahead with the Pedro Grafol era. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.